0: Hi, and welcome to the Ask My Mom podcast, a podcast for young adults about all the things we didn't learn in school. Here to share her knowledge with our generation is my mom, Jen Xer, and accredited financial counselor, Jennifer. If you learned something on today's episode or simply enjoy the pod, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to it. To get in touch with us, you can submit your questions via email to askmymompod at gmail.com. You can also like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at askmymompod. We greatly appreciate all your support. Hello and happy new year. Welcome to 2022. I hope you've all had a wonderful holiday season or ready to jump into 2022 with high hopes, positivity, and motivation. I for one have high hopes for 2022, but I don't plan on setting any new year's resolutions. I haven't for the last few years. I don't believe in them. It seems like every time I've set a new year's resolution, I was just setting myself up for failure. My follow-through, honestly, is crap when it comes to New Year's resolutions, and I have way too many irons in the fire. I struggle with setting a daily routine, so I just don't set resolutions. But I do think about all the things I want to accomplish in 2022. I do try to reset my, my headspace, try to think about all the great things that happened in the previous year, and push forward into the new year with positivity and the willingness to do better than I did last year. One thing that I really do believe in setting for the new year is a new budget. The new year is just a wonderful time to revisit your budget, reset things, check your financial status, make any adjustments that you feel are necessary. You want to look and see if your net worth has changed since last year. If not, why did it not change? This is something important to look into. By your net worth improving every month, that means you're managing your finances better, you're moving forward. Um, if it's lower, we want to look at why. What happened? Was there something unexpected that popped up that you weren't prepared for? Look at the reason why. If something unexpected popped up that you weren't prepared for, that's an indication maybe your emergency savings needs to improve. Things like that. So you really want to take a look, a deep look at your finances at the beginning of every year to set yourself up for success in that new year. Another reason is to, to reset your budget is to just look at your financial goals. You're going to want to look at the goals you've had in place, and you're going to want to look at any new goals. Uh, maybe your situation's changed since last year, since you last set your goals. Maybe you need to shift your priorities. Maybe you had a baby in 2021, and, or you're going to have one in 2022. You need to incorporate that into your new budget. Make any improvements there. Pandemic still going on. How has that affected your budget? Look at what changes you may need to make to improve your, your personal finances in the new year. Revisiting your budget, checking in with your spending is important. That helps you stay on track, not overspending, maintaining control of your finances, not letting your finances control you, if you as you've heard me say before. Resetting your budget helps you maintain control of those finances. So maybe you feel like you really did take control. Your finances are no longer in charge. But your budget's really just not or set it and forget it. You have to revisit that to maintain that control. The new year's a great time to do that because it is the time where people think about what is going to happen in the new year and reflect on the previous year. So this, it just kind of all wraps together when you incorporate your finances in there. I know we all want to lose weight in 2022. We all want to Join the gym. We all want to exercise. We all, you know, we have these big dreams and goals, but that's the thing. Are they dreams or are they goals, right? Because a goal with no action, honestly, is just a dream. So if your goal or if your financial goal in 2022 is to build your emergency savings, but you never take action on it, you're not going to build your savings. So you have to take action and set those goals. So revisiting that budget puts you in that place to know how much you can really put towards that emergency savings each month. Maybe you're thinking, you know, 2022, I'm going to really save to buy a house because in 2023, I'm doing it. But if you never take action and set up that savings account, you're not going to achieve that dream. So now's the time to take action. How much do you want to save through 2022 to buy that house in 2023? You're going to want to set that goal. We also, and as I mentioned already, our emergency savings, we want to make sure we have that for anything unexpected and we want to make sure we have enough in that account. Maybe you had an emergency in 2021 and the balance of your emergency savings was reduced. Have you replenished that account yet? If not, make sure you add that to your 2022 reset because if you use that emergency savings, you knew that it was valuable. We want to make sure we maintain that. Reset that budget. See where that balance is. What's your new emergency savings goal? And if you're like me, maybe you did make a big impulse purchase and it completely threw things off. I, as we've discussed in other episodes, I am an impulse shopper on occasion. I try really hard not to be, but sometimes I do. And it's, you know, it is what it is, but I have to just go back and reset things to keep it on track because Sometimes an impulse purchase, depending on the cost, really can throw things off. But it's okay. I'm going to tell you it's okay because I do it, right? You just got to get back on track. Continue to practice good financial management. So I'm, I've i had a couple impulse purchases throughout the year. I just have to go back and go, okay, I need to replenish the savings account, so I'm going to reduce my... Allotted spending a little bit here and there throughout the month, you know, I get my little allowance. I'm going to push some of that back into that savings to cover that cost of the money I pulled out. I'm just getting myself back on track to push forward. Now in this new year, I'm going to look and see, okay, what is my allowance every month? What were my impulse shopping costs? How did that affect my savings? What do I need to readjust for my spending? Now I'm going to think about what big changes I have coming, right? So I'm looked at my budget. I see where I am. I looked at the things that I did in 2022, 2021 that may not have been the greatest, but I can, I can absorb that and readjust what big changes do I have coming this year? I had some big changes or I have some big changes in 2022. I quit my full-time job at the end of 2021. I'm no longer a full-time financial counselor. I don't work for anyone anymore in that aspect. I did that because I wanted to focus more on this podcast. My goals in 2022 are to establish a website and a blog and to build this podcast to a point where I can offer financial counseling to you, the listeners. That's my goal. I want to be able to branch out and do more and touch more lives. I want to grow the podcast so more people can hear it, more people can get the help and the information that they didn't know they didn't know. I really feel like personal finance is something that people just really don't understand completely. Like everybody know it's there, but a lot of the time we just think that's saving in our 401k, but it's so much more. And it really boils down to this basic budgeting. And I want to be able to reach more people. So I quit my full-time job, huge leap of faith, right? Because I want to be able to help more people than I was able to help before. So I have to reset my budget for that because now I don't have an significant income, so to speak. I did take on a part-time job for a nonprofit and it's just part time as needed. And I will just be teaching specific financial classes to a specific group of people for that nonprofit. And it's just as needed. So not as much of an income as I had, you know, it's significantly reduced, but some of my expenses have grown, right? Because podcasts and websites and all these things cost money. So I have to find a new balance in that and I have to adjust my my spending. But I'm just so excited to embark on this new journey, but I had to revisit that budget to make sure it was doable. Another big change we have coming in 2022 is our youngest is about to go off to college. Another huge budget adjustment. We have to really focus on that in our budget reset, although it's, you know, she doesn't go obviously until the fall, but we have to start setting ourselves up for that now the costs, you know, and although she's, you know, the GI bill and all those things are going to help pay for that. She still has monthly costs. She has a job now, but really her freshman year of college, I don't really want her to have to have a job because I want her to focus on her education. I want her to be successful in college. And I think her getting a job her freshman year might just be too much pressure for her. So I want to make sure we can fit all of that into our budget. So I have to really think about that in the reset. All of these adjustments that need to be considered right now will also need to revisit later in the year. I usually revisit my budget every three months or so and make any changes according to what life is doing right now. You don't have to necessarily do it every three months. You should definitely look at it every three months, but you don't have to do a deep dive. That deep dive is for right now, 2022, new year. Maybe again, six months in, take kind of a deep dive, but check in with it every three months just to make sure your numbers are still lining up. I look at it when I do it every three months, I look and make sure my spending's not out of whack. Make sure my grocery bill is in where I want it to be. Make sure my eating out budget, you know, we've talked in other episodes about how we eat out too much. We've definitely reduced that since I quit working because I'm home now to cook, which has completely helped but it doesn't make up for the loss of income, but it has helped. So I have to look and see what the changes are and just to make sure I'm on track and not getting out of control in one area or another. Along with reducing those expenses though, the eating out and the groceries, I have to consider those new expenses that do come with the podcast. Incorporate that, incorporate you know, my youngest's college stuff, building that out. I'm still researching exactly what it's gonna cost throughout the year for the podcast for all the things I want to do and improve so I'm kind of doing it slow baby steps because I don't have any income to pay somebody else to do these things for me so I kind of have to do them on my own which is kind of frustrating because it seems like it takes so long to do any of it mixed in with all the other things going on because my calendar seems to be full even though I don't have a full-time job anymore still seems like I just don't have any spare time which I guess is a good thing. I'm definitely not sitting around bored, but I'm setting those savings goals anyway for what I think. And then as I get better numbers, I go back and readjust. And that's the thing is we have to go back and make these small adjustments. And then I also need to make sure I'm incorporating our overall financial goals. So not just the 2022 goals, but our long-term goals as well. What do we want to do in the next five years, the next 10 years, Then we're rolling into our retirement years after that. So what are my goals for those times? So I'm still trying to put money to that, to our short term. So there's little bits of money here and there. So I do have multiple savings accounts. We have investment accounts. I have multiple checking accounts as well to help manage the bill payments and the spending money and the things like that. So think about what your goals are, what adjustments you need to make. Do you need to add another savings account to your bank? just to push some money over there. So maybe you have your emergency. You should definitely have your emergency. Um, you have your unexpected expenses account or account for things that aren't, that don't happen every month, but you know, are going to happen throughout the year, like your car registration. So you're putting a little tiny bit in there every month to absorb that cost. You can have an account for your vacation, You know, you're putting your money there. So for next holidays or your next holiday spending, start putting some money into that account. So the holidays aren't as hard because you have that money set aside already. You're not going to your credit card. What other accounts do you need to have? I have a checking account, one specifically that I pay bills out of. So when my husband's pay comes in, I put the money in the bill account. That money is only for paying bills. So I put in there exactly what's needed to pay bills for the month. Then we have our accounts or where we have our allowances go. And then we have the other account where it's, you know, we're doing something as a family. It, you know, we're out to eat. It comes out of this pot or something that, you know, comes up with the house and it's not really an emergency. We have the money. We, we use that money. So you can have multiple checking accounts. So think about what are your goals? How can you set up your your bank accounts to help you meet those goals. Because you can have money come in. You don't have to have it all come into your checking account. You know, you can set up allotments. So X amount of dollars goes to this savings. X amount goes to that savings. X amount goes to your checking. You can set up as many as you want. I, some employers don't let you have you know an unlimited number. I think I've seen some employers allow up to five allotments, which is a lot, which is great because you can Just put that money where it goes before you even see it. So it's easier to save if the money is going there first. You know, we call that pay yourself first. So what are your goals for 2022? How can you pay those first and then work within what's in your, comes into your checking account? But when we're setting up those savings goals, we have to consider if it's a realistic goal. How are you going to get to that goal? So I like to set a number and then work that backwards and I work it backwards down to the monthly or the bi-weekly contributions depending on how you get paid. How much do you need to put in there every payday to have that total number at the end of the year? So say if it's, I don't know, $5,000, how much do I need to put to contribute every payday to equal $5,000 after 26 paydays? Is that number doable? If it is, great. If not, I have to reset that number because I want to make it possible to reach that goal. I don't want to give myself a goal that's so far out there that there's just no way I'd ever reach that in a year. Like I'm I'm not going to save $30,000 in a year. That's just not even realistic. So what do I need to save every month or every payday to meet that goal? So this is what You've heard it said before, I'm sure, we call a SMART goal. And you could all say it with me. What's a SMART goal, right? SMART stands for specific, measurable, action-oriented, realistic, and time-bound. So we're time-bound. We're saying 12 months. Realistic. We did the math. We know we can put $100 a month or $100 a payday or $50 a payday if you need to work it that way into our savings action oriented. I've set up my allotment. That money's just going there. My, I took the action to do that. It's specific. This is the amount of money I need at the end and measurable. This is how much can go in every month. Because if I just say I want to save $5,000 at the end of the year and I never take any action, well, I'm not going to save $5,000. I need to know specifically. So they call that a smart goal. Some of you, probably most of you have learned that in school, which is great that they're teaching these things now. And they teach it for other things too, I like to relate it back to finance. So think about what your goals are and how you can make those adjustments to your budget to meet those goals. So take that deep dive into your budget right now. Look at what happened in 2021. Think about any changes you needed to make. What are your goals in 2022? You know, maybe you feel like you were spending too much on groceries. Make that adjustment. Definitely work on those goals. They're not resolutions, right? They're goals because we're going to make it a smart goal. It's not a dream. I can do this, but you can always apply the SMART goal to your weight loss or your gym memberships or whatever. But when you join the gym this month and you notice in March, you haven't gone yet, please cancel your membership, right? Put that money back in your bank account because that's money you can put towards those other goals, towards those financial goals you have. So although I'm not setting up those resolutions, right? I am resetting my budget because when I continue to control my finances, I can reach my goals. We can make our dreams come true if we have a plan, if we set up a SMART goal. We can make anything happen if we focus on that and take the steps to make it happen. But when there's no structure, no specifics to a budget, it's much harder to reach those goals. Um, I give every dollar a specific purpose. And this ensures that I reach my goals, even when things that are unexpected pop up. I like to expect the unexpected with my finances because things always happen. You know, we got big changes gone taking place all the time. And as your families grow, you're going to see that that happens. Things are unexpected. School supplies at the beginning of the year, if you're in a state that, that allows parents to contribute school supplies. Um, here in Louisiana, when my kids were in elementary school, I don't know if they still do it, but the public schools would ask us for... 35 or $45 at the beginning of the school year, in addition to all the supplies. Like to me, that sounded ridiculous. When we got to California, they don't allow that there. So, you know, plan for those things when you start to have kids, especially elementary age. It seems like the school supplies are much, much bigger expense, but give your money that specific purpose, set those smart goals, think about the changes and make the changes happen. Make those dreams come true. You can visit our website for a PDF of the budget that I use, and if you would like the link to the Excel spreadsheet, send me an email at askmymompod at gmail.com, and I'm going to send you the link to the Google Doc that I use. Make sure that you mention this episode when you send the email, because the spreadsheet right now is free for you to use, but this might not always be the case in the future, so take advantage of it now to get that for free send me an email, but mention this episode. So I know that you get the free one. So even if you hear this episode a year from now at the beginning of 2023, mention the 2022 episode so that I make sure I give it to you for free, because I don't know if in 2023, it's still going to be free. Let's hope, let's hope, but who knows? Um, but that's the goal is to keep it all free and be able to offer assistance. If you have questions on goal setting and the smart goals or resetting your budget or you just have you know, a question on something that happened and how to address it, send me send that question to me at askmymompod at gmail.com. We can make an episode out of it. Of course, you will remain anonymous um, unless you want to come on the episode and discuss it over a recording. That would be fantastic too. Of course, you'll remain anonymous. But I just wanted to Come on and talk about how I do my budget for 2022 and how I reset it and the things I look at. But you might have a different point of view. I'm open to conversation. If you have questions and you're just really not sure, maybe you think I didn't cover something I should have covered, send me an email. I'd love to interact with you. And I hope you all have just a wonderful, happy, healthy, and financially successful new year. Don't forget, you can make your dreams come true by managing your finances and not letting your finances control you. So, start off 2022 with a bang, do that budget, and let me know if you need any help. And have a wonderful rest of your week. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Ask My Mom Podcast. You can get in touch with us on Facebook at Ask My Mom Pod. You can email any questions askmymompod at gmail.com. And of course please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you are listening to this. Thank you!